police in the morning. The world is a wondrous and magical place. In order to make it the very safest of places, too, there are a few safety precautions children need to know. In Too Smart for Strangers, Winnie the Pooh and his pals teach children ages 3 to 10 some very important lessons about how to deal with strangers and help protect themselves from potential harm. They learn who is a stranger, when to say no, what to do if they're home alone, why they should stick with their friends, how to avoid tricks, how to tell an okay touch from one that's not okay, where not to walk or play, who to ask for help. The lessons are taught with music, songs, dancing, and fun, plus real-life situations acted out by children your kids can relate to, with an emphasis on entertainment so that children will pay attention and learn the vital messages they are being taught, because the more closely they watch, the more they'll learn and become too smart for strangers. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie Movie Bros. Her review B-Movie's the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. Well, if you didn't get it from the way too overly explanative back of the VHS case, um, we're taking a look at Too Smart for Strangers with Winnie the Pooh. For some reason. Some crazy, you know, 80s live-action Winnie the Pooh, you know, safety PSA for children. It's on VHS, so it technically applies. And from 1985... Let's dive right into the shit with our technical difficulties, but, I mean, what can be said that hasn't been said on the back of the case already? Paul, why don't you tell us the, uh, the bottom three? Alright, so number three, the songs in this, um, movie were about as well-written as one would, would expect. They're extremely generic, straightforward, they just kind of tell you stuff. But, unfortunately, they really don't lack any memorable lines. I don't even, I'm not even sure if they really rhymed or not. And... I, you know, if it's if it's a movie about, or a PSA about, you know, something as important as, you know, Stranger Danger, I really want something I can really rem I can really remember, you know? I've already forgotten what Pooh told me about to do to not get molested by a stranger, you know? That's, that's not a way to make a PSA. Number two. So this movie presents a bunch of different scenarios that a kid might find themselves in, you know? What, what not to do, like, you know, um, kids walking home from school and they, you know, for some reason decide to go down a dark alley, you know, run away, don't talk to that crackhead telling you that he's looking for his dog, just, you know, run away. Or, you know, if a stranger comes knocking on your door when you're home alone at the age of three, you should, you know, not answer the door and call somebody, like your neighbor. But, or Child Protective Services yeah. for being home alone at three. But it really just makes you wonder why were these kids in these positions where they could easily be victimized? You know, I kind of get, you know, kids on playground at the age of, you know, five and for, well, a kid's probably not going to think to not go down, down the dark alley, but they really shouldn't be in that situation in the first place. And they shouldn't be home alone where somebody can come and get them. It just makes you wonder what the fuck's going on. Like, maybe there should have been a song about notifying authorities if you discover a case of neglect. I mean, that might have been a little too, you know, too harsh of a topic for Winnie, for Winnie the Pooh and his friends to cover. But, I mean, they have a song about molest molestation, so we're, we're covering a lot of really rough topics. I don't know if um, neglect is really off the table. I mean, I guess the 80s was a magical time where you could leave three-year-olds home alone. You know, for, for extended periods of time. Uh, 
pre like yeah pre nine eleven America. Number one, the fucking Rue costume is just fucking terrifying. It's for those who don't know, Rue is the little kangaroo, and his mom is kangos in like one scene. Didn't look as terrifying as her like fucking son, who's just looks like a mix between the killer teddy bears from Akira and the evil baby Tetsuo, also from Akira. It's just fucking disturbing, and it's really the last thing I want to be telling me about Stranger Danger. I just wanted to get the hell out of there. I'll talk to any stranger at that point, as long as he gets me away from that thing. Rue is the stranger we're all reporting. (laughs) He's a stranger all along. So, for me, number three. So, Rabbit seems a little too adamant about exposing certain tricks... Almost like he's keeping some tricks close to himself. I mean, he's dressing up in a costume to get children's, you know, trust and all this stuff. And he just just seems a little too creepy to me. Yeah, what annoyed me about that is he's like, oh, don't fall for tricks. But he's doing magic tricks. I'm like, well, what about yours? Like, get the, creep me out. Like, he's just going to randomly appear in my room and, you know, my poo said, touch me at my bathing suit area. I don't, I, I don't feel safe with that rabbit around. Number two. So, I know Eeyore has a deep voice, and he's always like, I'm sad about things. But in this one, he sounds like he smoked 37 packs of cigarettes just before walking into the woods. I was like, I was like, I was like, when, Louis Armstrong? Are you, are you playing your trumpet next? Are you, oh, it's a wonderful world? Like, like, no, no, this is not Eeyore's voice. Like, this is some, like, super jazz trumpetist singer's voice, and it just... It was kind of disturbing. All that depression really caught up to him. Started uh, picking up some bad habits. Poor and then, number one, Rue. Rue looks like a total abomination. I mean, he looks like he belongs in the basket from the movie Basket Case. Uh, seriously, Belial from Basket Case probably would have been a better advocate for teaching kids about stranger danger than Rue and would have been less scary. Like... The stitching of Rue, the proportions of his body, everything is so fucked up in this thing. Like, I I can't... Nightmare. Now I kind of want to see that, where, you know, the thing from Basket Case, and, you know, I don't know, maybe, like, the Chud monsters from Chud, like, teach you about drugs and how to say no to strangers. (laughs) I I could see that. Well, I guess we've already talked about the, uh, the bad here. What good was in this movie, Paul? What are your top three? Oh, man. So, number three, the film's only 40 minutes long, so while it may um, feel longer, it doesn't get to the point where you're just, like, bashing your head on the table to escape it. It's, um, so, you know, could be worse, I guess. Number two, some of the costumes were actually pretty well done, specifically Tigger, and I thought Rabbit was actually pretty, pretty good. The mouth flaps worked properly, and they didn't look deranged in any noticeable ways, at least. Aside from Rue. Yeah. Well, Pooh was kind of weird looking, and, uh, and Piglet was a little... Anyways. Number one. So, I honestly have no idea if this little PSA actually helped anyone, but to be honest, if it helped prevent even one child from being harmed by a stranger, if even one child, like... They were in a situation, and, you know, they remembered back to this movie, what Winnie the Pooh told them to do, and it got them them to be in a safe area and out of danger from strangers. Then I can appreciate this movie. The message, while presented in a bizarre manner, 
is good, you know? So, if some good came out of it, which it's likely that somewhere it did, you know, good for this movie. For me, number three on the top. This movie brings back fond memories of being at Chuck E. Cheese and seeing that creepy, crazy animatronic band sing and dance and, you know, do all that fun stuff. I'm surprised they didn't have instruments and stuff like that. Like, I feel like everything back then, like, turned into a band. Number two. Like Paul said, some of the costumes were really well done and looked good. I, I think in particular that the Tigger costume and the Owl costumes were really good. Owl was good, yeah. Number one, I, I have to agree with Paul. The message of the movie was actually done pretty well, and I could see this being helpful for children, you know, ages three to ten like it was intended, and that that age group probably would really enjoy seeing this, especially in the 80s. Now, today's kids with, you know, how kids' shows are and kids' movies and everything, I don't know if this would hold their attention as well and if they would get the message or not. But, you know, I think especially for the time that it was, you know, appropriate. Yeah, it's easy to judge it as adults in the year 2020, but, you know, what, I don't really know how we would have responded as kids. I mean, 35 years yeah, ago. 35 years ago. So. Well, I think it's time, because we haven't talked about the dialogue, to give this a good old-fashioned quote war. Quote war. We'll quote this movie back and forth. You tell us who had the better quotes. I'll start us off with, be suspicious of all strangers. Don't be fooled by tricks. You should never, ever say you're home alone. Never let a stranger in the house. Danger doesn't always come from strangers. It can come from someone you know. Other people shouldn't touch your private parts. If someone gets too near to your private parts, say no loud and clear. Say no. Stop that. It's not okay with me. That ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this movie or anything else you'd like to say about it, please leave it in the comments below. It's time to give our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale. 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? I gave it a 6 out of 10. I gave it a 5 out of 10. So, Too Smart for Strangers with Winnie the Pooh is more of a what-the-fuck experience than a terrible movie. Uh, Too Smart for Strangers, it, it really is surreal you know, it, a real-life Winnie the Pooh and Hundred Acre Woods gang telling you to be safe around strangers and avoid molestation. You know, in, in case you didn't get it before, these are all people in costume. So, the concept and execution were pretty good. However, the nightmare fuel that is Rue with no neck and too much of everything else, rabbit suspiciously creeper-like, and where the fuck is Christopher Robin and all that? I mean, perhaps this was made after he was abducted by a stranger, and the gang wanted to make sure that no child had to suffer like Christopher Robin. And so they made a PSA about strangers. Thank you, Piglet and crew. I feel confident in my ability to deal with strangers now that a talking rabbit in a cake ha has told me all about their tricks. Would have been something if at the very end in the credits it says, In memory of Christopher Robin. <laughs> like, seriously, like, like, if you're doing this in, like, real-life terms, like, you know, the, the, the poo and the piglet and everybody is in real-life world costumes. Like, why not have somebody portraying Christopher Robin? Why wasn't Christopher Robin one of the kids that, like, was doing the no to strangers or something? Like, that would have made more sense. Yeah, it would have, like, it would have made more sense if, like, instead of having all these kids, like, oh, what did, like, 
Carrie and Sherry or like whatever these kids named Jeff and Jim and John or whatever. They all had like they all had it'd be a group of kids and they all have the same a name that had the same sort of the same letters. Yeah, so all kinds of alliteration. Yeah. But like it would have made sense if it was just Christopher Robin going like somewhere, I don't know, and like what not to do to get home from school or something like that. I don't I don't know why they went in this direction. But too, too Smart for Strangers with Winnie the Pooh is arguably the most unsettling PSA about how to not get molested by strangers that I've ever seen. It was weird enough having a guy in a cheap Winnie the Pooh costume telling me not to talk to strangers, but it was made infinitely worse by the fact that it was a musical. So, and seeing the entire cast of Winnie the Pooh singing and dancing the lyrics about saying no to strangers who are trying to touch you in your bathing suit area is just surreal. I haven't had a, had a, had a situation or moment this surreal since watching, since when we reviewed Cartoon All-Stars to the Rescue. The costumes ranged from decent to horrifying, and the songs were about as creative as one would think from a film in this particular genre. It's easy to rag on a movie like this as an adult in the current year, but in all fairness, I have no idea how I would have reacted to it as a kid. I could easily say, oh, it would have scared me, you know, it would have creeped me out, I wouldn't have learned anything, but I honestly don't know. Would I have been terrified and missed the entire point? Would the creepy costumes and cheesy lines, like, distracted me from the bigger picture? Or would I have been so just off-put and, you know, mesmerized by the whole experience that I'd just end up locking myself in my parents' basement for, you know, the next 50 years, never had to worry about strangers. Who can say? In another time period, a different Paul saw this as a kid and is living a very different life. I'm about as far from the intended audience as possible, and I honestly don't know if Winnie the Pooh and his friends actually saved any kids from being molested. I hope they did, and if so, then I can't really say, any, say, say anything too bad about this movie. I don't think it's the best way to teach kids kids about stranger danger, but the the thoughts there it's a good lesson and like I said, if even a single kid like learns something, then it did what it was supposed to do. It feels weird judging this movie in general. Like I can easily make fun of the creepy costumes and hokey lyrics, but honestly, like they're doing more than I'm doing to help people, so you know, that's pretty cool. Well, there you have it. So, you know, maybe you enjoy watching this. Maybe you want to make it more fun. Maybe you want to forget it. Maybe your kids are watching it and they're not paying attention to you. So, we've always got some ways to drink away this flick. Drink away this flick. So come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away this flick. Bum, 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 bum. We'll give you some drinking games for this film. But remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one, every time a new child talks, take a drink. Number two, every time a stranger appears, take a drink. Number three, whenever a refrain is sung, take a drink. Number four, anytime Tigger bounces, take a drink. And number five, of course, because it's VHS month, anytime anybody mentions the location, drink. And bonus, if you are actually watching this on VHS, anytime your tracking kicks in, take a drink. Every time there's a series of names all starting with the same letter, take a drink. Every time Rabbit disappears and reappears, take a drink. Every time someone says no, take a drink. And every time Piglet asks Pooh a question about strangers, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away the slick.
If you have any other thoughts about this movie or anything else B-Movie related, you can leave us a comment either iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us at gmail.com, like us on Facebook at facebook.com, that's bmoviebros, follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros, my personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. You can check out all our other content, including reviews, interviews, and chats from website bmoviebros.com, where we have new shows each week. If you want to help support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links are provided below. Well, we've come to the end of week four for VHS month, so let's rank the movies we've seen so far. In the number four spot, I put Zipper Face. Ooh, I mean, at the bottom. Wow. I honestly, I mean, other than the Zipper Face and like the fact that the movie was just a big fake out, like I can't really remember much about it. Number three, Too Smart for Strangers with Winnie the Pooh. Although it was a surreal experience, I mean, it was done in a decent way, and the motivation was in the right place, I guess. And it was a musical. I like musicals. Number two. Blood-sucking pharaohs in Pittsburgh. It's just a, you know, fun slasher film that doesn't take itself seriously. And number one, Night of the Creeps. It's just kind of like a quintessential 80s horror film. And of course, Tom Atkins. So number four, I put Too Smart for Strangers with Winnie the Pooh. It's just not a film that I feel I'll ever watch. I feel like I got nothing out of it. And I'm just not the right audience for it. So I'm kind of just excluding that one from the list. Number three, Bloodsucking Pharaohs from Pittsburgh. Um, well, it was fun, but I felt lied to because there were no bloodsucking pharaohs. And did it take place in Pittsburgh? I don't know. They never actually said it. Number two, Zipperface. It was not a great film, but, you know, it, I found myself entertained until the ending of it. And number one, Night of the Creeps. I genuinely enjoyed it. It was a fun, hokey film and basically... Every, had everything I wanted in a low-budget B-movie sci-fi film. We have one extra week. July has five weeks. So we're going to take a look at one more VHS that I have. Ooh. And you know, we've been getting out a lot. We've been learning things. So maybe we should, we should just stay home, stay at the house. Won't and, get molested then. You know, so we're going to take a look at the 1989 film House 3, also known as The Horror Show. So until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more. Get on the next